Special thanks to Fonda Santa Rosa, the place where you find the best authentic Mexican food in all of Houston. Welcome to Latinos Who Thrive. I'm your host, Victor Escalante. If you're new to the show, our podcast celebrates the achievement and success stories of Latinos in various fields. In each episode, we will explore the unique journeys of our guests from their humble beginnings to their current successes and uncover the valuable insights and lessons they have learned along the way. Our mission is to inspire and empower our listeners, particularly those within the Latino community, to pursue their dreams and to achieve their full potential. Join us as we share stories of resilience, determination, and triumph, and discover what it takes to thrive as a Latino in today's world. Today we're changing things up and I'm going to talk to you about your life's journey. If you have followed me in the past three years, of doing this show, you begin to see a similar pattern of highly successful Latinos and Latinas. Some are scaling up, some have made it, and others look back at what it took to get there. A couple are in their last stages of their life, and they talk about their triumphs and challenges. They look fondly on their childhood and early formative years in an effort to get to where they are in life at this time in their life. Today, the focus is you, my dear listener. I want to take you on a journey of self-reflection to look at the paths that your soul has taken you down. At times, maybe it appeared to be a rabbit hole or a detour from your career or job prospects, but guess what? It was all part of a grand plan. That's right. All of those detours, all of those crazy decisions that you may have made in the past to go down a certain paths and then wonder, what was I thinking about when I took that job, when I decided to move to another city, or when I decided to marry this person or to enter into this relationship? There is a purpose. There is a plan. That's right. Imagine your life's journey to date being a book made up of five chapters. This book is a perfect narrative. There is no mistakes, just the story of lessons learned and people who impacted you to get to where you are today. You can do this exercise that we're about to do with eyes closed or eyes open. If you are driving, a word of caution is that it's probably better to pull over or do this at home when you can focus completely. Ready to get started? Let's do it. I want you to take your life at your current age. And I want you to divide it into five different episodes or five different epics that you're going to do some deep reflection on. So as an example, if you're 40 years old today, that means that each phase of your five stages of life are eight years apart. Once you have the exact number of five stages or chapters in your life, I want you to ponder on the first stage. Take a moment if you need to, to do the exact math, because you will need to remember different key events in your life at what age they happen to you for you to understand and get the full value of this contemplation. Now that you got the math, if there is trauma in your past, I want you to put that to the side and save that for another time. Today, you're going to focus on the gifts and opportunities afforded to you 
in preparation for your life's purpose. So in your first years, notice who is there to love you and to teach you values and important lessons that will serve you and define you. If you didn't have a loving parent or grandparent or aunt or uncle, if you were abandoned by your parents because they were too busy making a living or having to survive, or if your parents abandoned you because they went to the States and left you behind with relatives, I want you to notice how maybe you're one of those unique individuals that were born from a very early age knowing or having some sense of direction of where your life would take you. But again, I want you to focus on who impacted you. Maybe it wasn't even a, a close relative. Maybe it was a teacher. I know in my case, my teachers in grade school had a tremendous impact on me that made me and encouraged me to be a writer. Some of my English teachers saw an innate talent in me and they groomed me and they gave me specialized attention for me to become a writer. And so they had a tremendous impact on me. In my case, my mother also was a very defining woman in my life who loved me unconditionally. So again, focus on your first stage of life. Notice some of the key experiences that you lived through that maybe taught you very happy experiences. Maybe it inspired you. Maybe this particular stage of your life gave you magical thinking for you to dream big about growing up and becoming somebody in this world. By age eight, Psychologists tell us that a person's programming, mental programming, is set for life. While life in and of itself will change you, the core programming is going to be more stable and more difficult to change. And so look at your earliest programming for your life that would define you. Notice what gave you happiness and pleasure. What gifts were given to you? What opportunities were given to you? Maybe your parents saw an innate talent in you for music or for some other sport or some other hobby that somehow became a defining thing for you, for you to practice or for you to do what you're doing today as a means of support, as a means of work or in your career. These earliest experiences were your foundation, and they are those experiences that, to a large extent, have defined you. So now let's go on to stage two. Again, notice who is there. Notice that second stage of your life, who is not there. Maybe some of the people that were closest to you are no longer around. Maybe it was grandparents. Maybe it was a parent that you're parents separated or divorced, or the family was broken up and they're no longer there. Notice the gifts and opportunities that are afforded to you in the second stage of your life. Even if there is discomfort or pain associated with a family breakup, notice how 
On the flip side of that, there is an independence that is growing within you. This was part of the grand plan because there's no mistakes in this life. There is no mistakes in this book. Each chapter is written exactly as it's meant to be for you to be prepared for life, to learn to have success and to thrive in life for you to discover that innate specialness within you that all of us have, but maybe you've never taken the time to look back and connect the dots. To do that through line of all the different episodes or all the different experiences or all the different education that you partook in in order to see the grand plan. Notice again the opportunities and the gifts presented to you as they relate to your present life. Had those gifts and opportunities not been given to you at the second stage of your life, your life would be completely different. You would not be where you are today. Now let's move on to stage three, chapter three of your life. Again, there are no mistakes. There's only lessons learned. There's only a preparation for life. You are the hero in this book. You are the person that is going through all kinds of experiences in an effort for you to learn the valuable lessons that you need to learn. Recently, I did this exercise with a client, and he told me that his third stage of life was he called it un desmadre, the lost years. So while he considered it to be a waste, he didn't know that in the process, he was learning how to be selective as far as what he would do in life, who he would be associated with, or who he would avoid in the future for him to find his own happiness, for him to find his own genuine quality, his pure essence in order for him to serve his community and essentially to serve his children and himself in service of his purpose or mission. Let's go on to stage four. What sort of gifts and opportunities are afforded to you in stage four of your life? Who is there? Who is not there? What are your leanings in this stage of your life? What are your interests? What sort of hobbies do you feel passionate about that may be turned into a career path or maybe turned into a business? What sort of passions or drives did you have at this stage? Or maybe they happened in the previous stage and by now they're becoming a foundation for you to do what you were destined to do. Keep in mind, there is no mistakes. This novel, this book is perfectly written and you are the hero in it. You are the one that is going through these lessons through trial and error if you didn't have a good preparation for life in the earliest years. You're having to learn life on your own. And being a human is one of the most hardest experiences that anyone can go through. To learn how to run your mind, your emotions, to learn to make right decisions, you are right in the middle of it. You are earning a master's degree in life mastery, or maybe by now you already have a PhD 
in what to do or what not to do. Finally, we get to stage five of your life. That is leading up to the present. Notice in this stage of your life, this is the COVID era. How did COVID affect you? Who was taken away from you? Maybe you were at risk of losing your own life, but you didn't. You were given or you have the gift of life to deeply appreciate that you are alive to continue on your mission or purpose. Some people's lives were cut short. In my experience, I lost my mother, who was already aged and at high risk of losing her life, and she did, right at the start of COVID. In this stage, how did your values shift? What sort of awarenesses did you come out of the COVID pandemic? What did you value the most that maybe pre-COVID pandemic you didn't think about, but now as a result of pausing your life for two years, having to spend your life in isolation for two years, either alone or with your loved ones, how did that become a defining stage for you? What did you discover that you wanted to do for the rest of your life? If your whole life flashed before you and you ask yourself, what is my life's purpose or what is my life about? Did you discover that maybe you wanted to do something that was a little more altruistic instead of just making money? Did you decide that you wanted to be in service of humanity for some cause or to work towards some higher purpose? Yesterday, I met a lady that pre-pandemic she was a famous opera singer touring around the world. And during COVID, she and her husband, who is also an opera singer, decided that they were going to leave show business and they started a coffee company that they do coffee service deliveries to companies. That was quite an interesting story. And I'm sure that you have a very interesting story of your own as far as how the last stage of your life has defined you or has shifted your priorities for you to focus on the things that make you happy, for you to, to do the things that you have less stress in your life compared to the previous stage. Now, I want you to go to the end of your life. Imagine going to the end of your life and looking at yourself as you are all great, maybe you have grandchildren, notice where you are. Notice how you've lived a purposeful life, a life that is full of character, meaning, and purpose. Notice who is with you. Notice who is not with you as a result of making smart decisions or choices in your life. Notice what your life was about in living your life. Did you fulfill your purpose? Did you fulfill your mission? If not, you still have time. Now is the time for you to wake up completely and to decide what your life is all about. What is your purpose in this earth? Why were you put on earth at this time for you to do something meaningful and purposeful in service of humanity or to help others? in their life's journey. Until next time, my friends, 
go out and thrive because next week we pick up another interview and you're going to hear a very interesting interview with Sandra Martinez, who is a TEDx speaker and is the chairwoman of the Houston Hispanic Women's Network of Texas. Until next time, go out and thrive, my friends.